Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fandalorian Club, our Star Wars review show, where we are covering covering everything in the galaxy far, far away. But for now, we are reviewing the Clone Wars, just as we did with the Mandalorian last year. And we are on episode eight together again for the final season of the Clone Wars. And we're here to discuss it with all spoilers intact. Um, so if you guys have not seen the episode, make sure you guys bookmark us, save us, come back after you have seen the episode, because we will be revealing things that go on during it. Um, I'm your host, Jake Pullen, a.k.a. Qui-Gon Jake, and I am joined today by my Padawan crew, as usual on The Fandalorian. I got Mr. Avalicino and Mr. Barley. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a week of isolation for us for for shooting, so we haven't seen each other in person for over a week now. How, how are you guys' weeks holding up? Not too bad. I actually yeah. had to do some deliveries for work, so it was actually nice getting out of the house, but... They were safe, non-contact deliveries, so no worries. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, what about you, Brian? Anything? Just teaching from home. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and start like we usually do. Just kind of kind of initial reactions to the episode. Um, I'll just go in order here and, and start with you, Brian. Uh, first reaction, initial reaction, thoughts that came across your mind as soon as those credits started rolling. Um. The credits at the end rolling. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad this is over. This arc is really? over. Yeah. I'm it 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 was kind of, I almost kind of left going like we didn't really need that. Like <laughs> I mean, I get it. It was what they had originally planned earlier. Although I did read <laughs> some stuff. I didn't realize the uh the sisters were originally supposed to be a love interest for Ahsoka. It was a dude. I think his name was Nex. Um, I almost kind of would have rather seen that, but um, it would have been kind of weird to have her have that storyline going. But yeah, I, I'm ready for the sisters to be gone and get back to the heavy that Clone Wars usually brings. Jacob, this was the best episode of the last four uh, of five through eight. Is it five through eight? Yeah, five through eight. Yeah, this is definitely the best one. Uh, Rafa was amazing in this episode. I loved her and I had not been a fan of her too much before in the last three. Uh, Ahsoka didn't do much. I mean, she obviously kicked butt in that one scene uh, where they revealed that she was a Jedi, but. I feel like it really heavily focused on the sisters and this is probably the last time we're going to see them. So that's yeah. fair enough. Uh, there's little tidbits here and there that I'm sure we're going to talk about that added a little bit more flavor to the episode, but I really just appreciated uh, how the reveal of Ahsoka being a Jedi was handled to the sisters. And I really liked Rafa in this episode. So for me, the best one of these last four still not, I, I like the bad batch arc way better. But it ended up not being as bad as I thought. The thing with this arc, it led into what's coming, and they just used it to do what was coming next, which was a perfect setup. Yeah, the the reveals in this episode added credence to the last three episodes as to why yeah. everything was going on. Um, and obviously, we don't want that with a final season of only 12 episodes of one of our beloved Star Wars shows. But um, it obviously was there for a reason and i mean it's spoilers like i said it was it was there particularly to show 
Maul with the Crimson Dawn, controlling the Pikes and setting up other things going forward, leading into the Siege of Mandalore and stuff like that. Um, did it have to be all four episodes? Probably not, but that's the way that it was told. Um, I, I probably do agree with you, Jacob. Um, this, this, I go back and forth. This one at the moment is my favorite. I just actually popped it in a second time before we, before we jumped on just to kind of, cause I watched it this morning and then I watched it now. So I kind of wanted a little refresher. So at the moment it is my favorite of the four, but it's last. I liked that last episode. Episode two. three I, I really is not enjoyed. Two and three aren't bad. Yeah, I really enjoyed the last two. And you had mentioned Rafa. I thought the sisters were much better these last two than they had been the previous yeah. two. Um, they were much more. I'm not going to say enjoyable, but they were much more tolerable. Yeah. Um, particularly Rafa. Uh, Trace was always okay to me because she's a kid. You know, that's just the typical Clone War stuff that we get with these characters. But it was always Rafa that we were kind of hoping uh, to get more from. And it definitely seemed like in this episode. And uh, I did like the way that they revealed Ahsoka to be a Jedi. And I like that, although the sisters were kind of baffled by it, it wasn't like this huge blow up like it typically would yeah. be. It was, it was handled much differently. And at the end, it was much more of a respect factor. And they were kind of questioning it. And like when she said, like, I left, they go, you can do that. Like they were very confused by it. Um, yeah. And so I, I definitely agree. They, it's a lead up. It's it's a preview going forward. It's kind of like you know those filler episodes that are like setting up things going forward. But for what it was telling, I'm okay with how it did it. Yeah, me too. And I I agree with you on the the reveal. It I you expect the cliche things. Oh, how could you dare lie to us? Yes, we we hate you now. And then she has to win them back. But it was handled well because she had already made the sacrifice to lie for them and be the one who has to stay there yes so once they found out she was a jedi they were like wait a minute a jedi did this for us maybe they're not so bad mm -hmm. brian what'd you think on the uh the reveal of her uh, of soko being a jedi uh i, I it's funny because i completely expected the the like oh my god you're a jedi we hate <laughs> you blah, 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 blah. especially like, with is it, sorry especially with younger girls yeah that that kind of like the cliche thing that happens in like real life for us yeah and so when that didn't happen i was kind of actually happy just because like i it would have taken away from it almost seems like uh but this kept the story going and um i i i actually believed it more than probably the like no you you're horrible blah, blah, that like fakeness that you get so this one was kind of more believable and uh especially with all the help she had been giving to them previously cool um all right well let's move on to some specific moments that may have stood out before we get to our kind of predictions going forward and you know uh uh spoiler stuff going forward but um did anything in particular other than the jedi thing about her reveal stand out to you guys in the episode, maybe a favorite action sequence or a conversation that may have happened. Mm. I liked that right away when the sisters escaped that Rafa already had a plan to go and save Ahsoka because I thought the way they set up Rafa this whole time was she'd be like, it's not my problem that she's going to be stuck there. I'm just, let's just get out of here and save ourselves. And we didn't get that. She kind of had a, a a 180 there and she just straight up was like, 
already was planning it before Trace even said anything and was ready to go and was planning on rescuing Ahsoka from the beginning. So I really loved that moment. It changed the whole character for me. She's still going to be a, a criminal and shysty going forward, but maybe she's a little bit better through this experience and th their perspective on Jedi definitely has changed. But yeah, I, that was probably my favorite moment in the episode. Yeah, I the the thing that stood out to me, other than like the obvious spoiler heavy canon stuff, yeah, exactly, um, is the relationship turn for Ahsoka and Rafa, and yeah. it was in particular when Ahsoka tells her, um, I think it was actually, it, I think it was this episode when she says, um, "You may be cut out for this life." Did she say that in this episode? Or was that uh, last episode? That was a previous episode. That was last said, episode? Yeah, okay, it was last episode. Right, right, right. She said it's to Rafa, right? But she's like, but yes. Trace isn't. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, last yeah, episode yeah. when they're walking okay, through the town. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, I, anyway, I mean, the relationship turn for the both of them, how they kind of respect each other now, and how Rafa kind of sees Ahsoka's point of view, um, because they, they almost have something in common, uh, not a lot, but a little bit between the two of them. And through this adventure, this walkabout, if you will, they kind of learn of uh, learn of learn it about each other. And I love the way they say goodbye and how they, um, you know, they Ahsoka walks away and they're they basically tell her like, "You need to go do this." Like you helped us. Like it's such a relationship turn from the very first episode that we saw them, and it was much more enjoyable because, you know, three or four episodes ago, we were talking about how we just dislike these characters, like we could not stand them. Yeah. But then they slowly started to ingrain us with a little bit more in them and connect them to Ahsoka more, which made us like them more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, I did walk out of this liking the characters more than I did in the beginning. That's for sure. Um, I did kind of like the part where she Rafa kind of like surprises her sister by saying like, no, she did us a solid. We need to mm -hmm. return it. The favor uh, return the favor to her. And so th that was kind of cool to see kind of like even though she she was scummy for the last three episodes, she respects her to do something like that. Yeah, I also love uh, how it was almost like a um, kind of like a grow up adventure for Trace, particularly when she was um, piloting her ship and she says the back shields might be down, but the front ones are still there and she kind of goes head on with the enemy. Yeah, um, and they very the different two, characters. The other two were like, this is not gonna work, and then yes. Trace ended up getting them out of that. Yeah. Yes, so I, I do like the change that it made for her as well. Agreed. Anything yeah, else? A good moment. Uh well, other than the the canon stuff, the stuff we're preparing. Yeah, I mean, let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. What, what did you think about all that stuff? It was really cool. Uh, I didn't. I didn't expect to see Maul in this episode. I mean, it's on Holocron, but still, I didn't. I didn't expect to see him until the last four episodes, and I thought it was really cool. And I, I loved because we talked about earlier in the season how maybe he's working on or already doing the Crimson Dawn thing, and he says it in this episode. He says. Uh, you know, if you keep failing, Crimson Dawn would love to come and take over your operation or whatever he says. So I just I think that's so cool that they're connecting all this canon, a new thing that they introduced to us in solo. And so they and it makes sense because the pikes in were in solo, weren't they in solo or they yeah. or they went to the yes. same planet? Yes. So then they're they're having these connections to a movie that 
is one of the lesser important movies in canon, which I still love it, but it com compared to the Skywalker saga and even Rogue One, it's probably like one of the least important movies, but they're connecting it in different ways. So that's really cool. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I wasn't expecting... I I guess there was a part of me that was expecting to see him in some form because like we had talked about, I thought that this episode um, was going to connect a lot more to the next episode than four and five did. Yes. It wasn't as that, much. Yeah. It, it wasn't as much is as I thought it would be, but it was just a little bit. And the connected piece was Maul. I was expecting to see him just a little bit or maybe hear his name, but I was not expecting to hear the Crimson Dawn thing. So he's been, like it all happened very quickly, the Crimson Dawn thing, because we didn't hear about it last time we saw him in Clone Wars. Yeah. And now we jump to this. And, you know, I think I believe, you know, we don't know where the timeline lies at well, the moment. They but must it have might already be been a thing and he took it over, maybe. Like maybe, and maybe we learn about yeah. that in, in the Mandalore stuff. But uh it is cool, like you like you said, to to hear that more because when we walked out of solo, one of the biggest things that we had talked about was seeing more of Crimson Dawn and yeah. kind of how that all went down. And maybe we do get to see that. That would be cool. I, I think I, there, yeah. I think there needs to be a book that tells that part personally. But um, this was my favorite part of the whole episode. Obviously, um, the one thing that kind of took me off guard was the fact that, well, not only did he sense her watching them, um, I didn't know that they could actually physically move through the hollow. That's, uh, I had that same exact thought. Yeah, I like we've seen them move, but there's like a walker droid that they're like sitting on top of and going. I immediately think of, uh, I believe it's episode one, where, uh, um, what are they called? Uh, the Droid Federation. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're walking, uh, walking around talking to Sidious and the machines moving kind of oh, like with them. Yeah. With the holocron yeah. on, or mm -hmm. whatever you call a projector. But he sensed her and started moving. Yeah. To see her. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know that they could do that. So that, it's funny because that literally has no importance to it, but it just, was something that my brain instantly was like, whoa, wait, that's that's new. Um, the Crimson Dawn, I loved hearing that. And I I think he is taking them over and like using them almost as an army, it kind of seems like. Like he's I mean, taking these, he's literally saying he's gonna take out the pikes with Crimson Dawn. Mm -hmm. So I think there's something more to that. And I'm going to be surprised if we, if we find out more about Crimson Dawn through this, that'll be kind of surprising, but like totally awesome. I'd be totally down for it. I, I, what I imagine them to look like or not, I guess not look like, but what I imagine the Crimson Dawn like is like a massive drug cartel. That's kind of yeah, what yeah. I picture them as. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I picture all of them. Like the pipes well, and, I'm not saying like, well, yes, but I'm not saying like, like what they actually look like. Like they're just like kind of like a cartel or whatever. But I, I picture more of like, yeah, the a, structure of how it is. It's like a cartel, yeah, more so yeah. an army, kind of like a, a cartel, they're like or a gang or a mob or a cartel. Yes, exactly. Than, they're not exactly. like a military organization. Exactly. But they're led by a guy who has force powers with a red light, lightsaber. <laughs> yes. I mean, they might. I mean, these mafia ish type families like they have 
hands. They, oh yeah, in I Star mean, Wars, they definitely the the mafia type things operate similarly to armies in a way. So I mean, I don't think it's far fetched to say that maybe there there's some military esque thing to it that maybe that organizations what helps maul in mandalore or something like that um yeah i i I don't know but i feel like there's there's got to be a reason they mentioned it other than just like oh look it's it's they mentioned crimson dawn like i feel like if they're gonna mention that like you're there's gonna be a reason for it because you don't just mention what there's like six six around six crime syndicates five or six i think so yeah so yeah i don't know i i think it's to drop a name like that there's got to be a little bit more either coming or to it because outside of solo we don't ever really hear crimson dawn's name and for it to I come out we'll of malls them yeah yeah so i don't know i think i think there might be more to it than just mentioning like Crimson Dawn's going to take over the Pikes because, I mean, the Pikes, that's a name we've known probably before. They're, they're at this point, they're the biggest mob in the galaxy that we know of. Yeah. So, like, for them to, for him to say, like, we're going to take you over, there, there's something more that I feel like we don't know yet. Do you guys think that we're going to see a, a pre known character who is maybe working with Maul in Crimson Dawn mm. that we don't know of at this point? I don't think so. I think it's going to be because we didn't uh, unless it's somebody we saw on solo. That's maybe that's a possibility. Uh, I forget. What's the name of uh, Dryden Voss? Dryden Voss. Yeah, that character. I I could that would be that would be a cool. Cameo. I don't know how the timeline works out because um, that would be a really cool. Ca- and that yacht. That'd be yeah, cool. I could see that or I don't. we don't we know that. Ahsoka fights Maul with light with lightsabers. Do yes. we know the setting? Is it on on Mandalore? Yeah, but well, now now that we haven't well, seen she, that, now that we haven't saw seen the broadcast that, was coming from Mandalore. Yeah, oh, well, she's and, there. And so the one yeah, thing that we she traced the reason it. why we know is is her outfit. Her outfit changes, and she has the Mandalorian costume on. Okay, and through the broadcast from the trailer, when she's talking to Anakin, but also when she's fighting Maul. Oh, so is it? Do the Mandalorians say what is the problem going on right now? Did Maul take over Mandalore with Crimson Dawn? We don't know that at this point, but yeah. Okatan says we have a con- common enemy. I need your help. That's all oh, she said it's this episode. Probably Darth Maul. On, yes, but and, they didn't. They didn't blatantly yeah. say it. Well, yeah. that's probably what's going to happen. He's prob. I guarantee you. Well, he's. We saw that he's there, but I bet you Crimson Dawn is all there with him. Probably. Probably. It would make sense. Yeah. That's and that's what I was kind of alluding to because when she gets when Ahsoka gets captured for the like umpteenth time, she, she was tracing the call and she said, weird, this is coming from Mandalore. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, he's already there. So it's, it's interesting though. I'm going to want this to be told because the last time we saw him all, he got his ass beat by Palpatine on Mandalore. So what happened? That was the last time we saw him. So how did he get back? And they reveal it, but we know he escaped. Yeah, and, and maybe that's that like a flashback sequence or something, but I would I definitely want that to be told because there's this big chunk of mysterious time that we don't know about. Yeah, definitely. He pr- definitely had to build himself up after that because mm-hmm. 
he was his his brother was killed and he was defeated so he had to build himself from the ground up again after that probably cool yeah. well, any final thoughts on uh on together again episode eight of the clone wars gentlemen i'm so ready for this yeah i i ended up appreciating it i could do with I think they could have told this story in two episodes, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think there was a lot of unnecessary things going on. I think you could have introduced the sisters and told it in two. They've told stories in one episode before where they introduce yeah. a character, they have a little story arc, and it's done. So they could have done this in two. But overall, I appreciated it, and it did lead into what's coming, even though I would have liked a little less focus on it and focus on other things. I, I echo. Agree with you. Yeah, we echo. Cool. All right, gentlemen. Well, there it is. The Fanny Loring Club, episode eight of the Clone Wars, titled Together Again. This is our spoiler review. Make sure you guys leave some thoughts down below on what you thought of the episode. Maybe some theories that we didn't touch on. Are you looking forward to the Siege of Mandalore? Did you like the previous arc? We'd love to hear from you guys, obviously. You guys can find us on YouTube and, um, and Anchor, Apple, Spotify, audio platforms as well. Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Jacob and Brian, as always, thank you guys for joining me on the Fanny Loring Club. We got four more episodes to go in this entire series, and it's gonna probably good chance it could be the four best yet. So I'm <laughs> pumped. Um, that is the Fan Club this week, guys. We thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next week, and may the force be with you. <laughs>